Hey guys, what is going on? Welcome to the show. This is Sports with Strawberry Ice. I'm your host, Iceman Jeff Trenopole. And as always, I'm bringing you sports from a West Side point of view right here in the great city of Cincinnati, Ohio, home of the Cincinnati Bengals. Now, do me a favor if you found the show, hit that like and subscribe button, smash that thumbs up. I am up to 808 subscribers. That is awesome. We're getting closer and closer to a thousand. I appreciate every single one of you guys. Now, if you're watching, like I said, on any of the YouTube or uh, Facebook groups, do me a favor, please jump on over to YouTube. Sports of Strawberry Ice. Give me a view there. Hit the subscribe button. Let's try to get this to a thousand as fast as we can. Now, this show and every show is brought to you by T Properties. T Properties, quality housing for quality people. Check out their website at www.tpropertiesllc.com for all your rental property management needs and your rental needs. Okay. I've been dying to talk Reds and trying to get some conversation going, but the Reds haven't really done anything for me to talk about it. Well, today they did. Nothing huge, no big trades, no blockbuster trades or anything like that. But according to industry sources, the club has agreed to deal with outfielder. I'm probably going to mess his name up, but it's Arnell Almond, I think. He's uh, ranked number 26th in the MLB Pipeline Top 30 International Prospects. Um, he signed for $1.9 million. I'm not sure how many years, but that's some guy you could uh, look for in the future. Now, this year's team. The Reds have avoided arbitration with a couple of players. They've come to agreement with Noe Ramirez. He's the guy they acquired in the Rice Sally Glacius deal. They uh, signed him for one year at $1.75 million. And they avoided arbitration with Michael Lorenzen, one-year deal. Jesse Winker, one-year deal. Armin Garrett, one-year one deal. Now, these are all good things for the Reds because arbitration is terrible for both sides if you ask me. Now, USA Today is reporting that the MLB is in discussions with the MLB Players Association about bringing back some of the rules that they had last year due to the pandemic, due to, you know, baseball games being so long and they might have to postpone some because of COVID tests and all that stuff. Uh, they, so they might bring back the seventh inning doubleheader and Extra inning games, starting with a runner on second base. So those are things that, like I said, all have to be approved by the Major League Baseball Players Association. All right, now topics for today. And I've titled it, you know, should the Bengals franchise tag Willie J3 or Carl Lawson? In my opinion, I don't think they should because, and I don't think they're going to have to because they're good players. They're not top five players. Uh, the franchise tag is you get the general amount, same amount of money as the top five players at your position. Willie J3 and Carl Lawson are not there. Um, they are very signable with the Bengals being under the salary cap. I do think it's very possible that the Bengals can sign them to a, I won't necessarily say a team-friendly deal, but just a good deal for both of them. You front-load it, you give them a big signing bonus, short, short your years, and see what happens. Now, the reason they um, franchise tagged A.J. Green last year was because he's A.J. Green. He's one of the best wide receivers the Bengals have ever had. So he wanted a long-term contract. 
with his injuries and everything, he wasn't worth signing to a long-term contract. The Bengals needed to find out what he had left. And the only way really to do it, because he wasn't going to sign a one-year contract, was the franchise tag, which I didn't blame AJ because he can get more money with the franchise when you deal with the franchise. So that made sense to franchise him. To me, it doesn't make sense to franchise Lawson or Willie J3. Now, Ohio State fans, Urban Meyer has been officially announced as the Jacksonville Jaguars head coach. Now, there are some, I don't want to say rumors, but just thoughts that he would draft Fields over Lawrence and the number one pick overall. I don't see that happening, but I've been wrong before. Now, if he does do that, I guarantee you the Jets will take Lawrence, and that makes it an even greater chance that Pinel Sewell will drop to the Bengals. These are all things we can discuss with my boy, Jeremy Dirt. Well, let me try to unmute you here first. There you go. Now you got muted. What is up, my brother? What, what's going on, buddy? <laughs> exactly. So what, what's your thoughts on the uh, Carl Lawson and Willie J3 and Irv Meyer and all that stuff? You know, uh, pretty much like we talked about earlier, you know, I just, there's not a top five value in Willie J or Carl Lawson. Carl Lawson had, I don't know exactly. I didn't, I haven't looked up his stats, but he, he didn't have nowhere near a Miles Garrett or whatever type of year. He's not, he's about mid range. And right. there is no reason for the Bengals to tag these guys when we have 31 million sitting there that mm-hmm. we can front load and get these guys signed and sign a couple extra free agents on the offensive line, such as the guy from the Patriots, Tooney, Tooney, what? Tooney. Um, the guy from uh, Morton, Morton, there you go. There's no reason why we couldn't sign all four of those guys easily, Mm -hmm. being 31 million under the cap. One thing I like about Mike Brown, there is one good thing that that he does do, he front loads contracts, right? So he gives you the money up front, but if you don't produce in two to three years, you're gone, and then we have money left over to spend on somebody else to come in. So I do agree with a few things that Mike Brown has done as the owner of the Bengals, but to reach for a franchise tag on any of those two, I mean, I can see a few people coming up for Willie J, maybe even one or two coming for Carl Lawson, but we're not talking big time bucks here. So I think it'd be very simple to give them a decent contract, a little bit front loaded and still get the guys that we want. Exactly. I agree with you. What's up, Natty? Hey, how's it going, guys? What's up, Nat? Good. What's your thoughts? Uh, I agree with Jeremy. I mean, uh, Lawson's the number two pass rusher. He's a complimentary guy. You could. I don't. The thing is, is it depends on uh, who's open on free agency, and then like if there's some, it's like a big pass rusher, it'll reset the market. So Lawson will probably ask for more money. And uh, WJ3, I mean, I don't think you need to franchise either one of them, but no. more than likely they'll franchise uh, either one one of the two. Mm, I hope yeah. I, I, I hope they don't, because that's that to me that's wasted a lot of money, a lot of cap space <laughs> that, that we is. can use for other players. So I hope they don't, uh, because we need that money for offensive linemen. Now somebody, I can't remember who it was, but after the show, uh, made a comment 
on the YouTube channel and was telling me that I was wrong, that the Bengals need to draft Jamar Chase at the number five pick. And I said, I agree with you if they sign at least one or two offensive linemen. Because I kind of said this on yesterday's show, you can have Jamar Chase, you can have all these guys, but if Joe Burrow is on his back and can't get the ball to him, it's going to be just like this year. So people with that train of thought where you have to sign, you have to get Jamar Chase, to me, that doesn't make any sense. And that's kind of where I'm kind of like with, with Willie J3 and Carl Lawson. We got to be smart with our money. You know, I, I think they're both really good players, which they are. They're very good players. Are they franchise top five players? No. That's why I, I, I really hope they don't franchise them. Um, one thing about the Browns, I, I will say they, we all can agree with this. Mike Brown and his family are very smart with their money. Um, sometimes they're, you know, too cheap. They don't sign people we need them to sign. But they are usually pretty good at re-signing their own players. So I do, I really do think that they will sign them. I don't think they're going to franchise tag them. But like I said, it's it's January. We <laughs> we got a ways to go till till free agency even starts. Yeah, that's where I've been on it too. You know, it's just there's so much hypothetical out there, reports out there. We could go on all day till we're blue in the face, like you were saying, Jeff, about about this stuff. But until we find out what happens in free agency. We've got $31 million to play around with. That's a lot of money. Um, it, it may not sound like a lot of money in football terms when people think of full contracts, but we're talking about free money that we don't owe Burrow, we don't owe Boyd, we don't owe Higgins, we don't owe Mixon, we don't owe our, our great players. So this is money that can be used to use as a signing bonus to make a a, a front-loaded stack, two, three-year contract for any of these offensive linemen and our own players, Lawson and WJ3, and still have plenty of money to sign all of our draft picks and have no problems. But you take and franchise WJ3, you're paying him as a top five cornerback. Mm-hmm. I think he would tell you – well, maybe he wouldn't tell you, but oh, he's he not – <laughs> Exactly. And he's not top five. You know, he's not – a 15 million a year guy, you know, it's just Revis money and all that's gone and it's, it's over with. So there's only only one or two like actual shutdown corners in the NFL anymore. I mean, yeah, there's not, there's a lot of cover cover guys, but not, you know, not Dion's not Revis Island. Those guys, there's not that many of them. I, I I really, I I can't really think of anybody to be off the top of my head, to be honest right now. Ramsey. Yeah, Ramsey. Yep. You know, you, you've got a few, but not like you did back, you know, when Dion was playing and, and when Revis was around. You know, teams paying Revis $20 million to come in for one year. You know, all this. Right. We, WJ3 is not that player. Carl Lawson is not that player. Carl, no. You know, he, he does not deserve top five money. And that's why with our salary cap, the way it is right now, we can sign both of them very easily if they want to stay in Cincinnati. Right. And sign our draft picks and get a couple free agent offensive linemen and then open up the draft for whoever. You know, if it is Jamar Chase, if we move back, if it it doesn't matter, uh, we'll be able to do whatever we want. Mm-hmm. What do you think about it, Eddie? I don't know. <laughs> I agree with you, Jeremy. I, I, I think uh, we shouldn't say we need Jamar Chase because then you're – no. You're pigeonholing yourself as a yes. team to just take one position. Where, yes. that, that, well, that's I mean, yeah, good, 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 good. 
Go ahead. It, if if Panay's there, do you take him even if you already signed a right tackle? You know, like let's say you get Tyler Martin from the the Panthers, mm-hmm. and he's a he's a probably an elite right tackle. Do you take right. Panel? Do you take do you take Sewell or do you go with Chase? You know, you don't pigeonhole right. yourself into any draft uh, in any draft because then you're you're just at that point drafting for need over best player available. Exactly that that you hit the nail on the head. That that's exactly what what I said uh, in a couple of shows this this week. That if they go out and they can sign Tooney and they can sign Morton, then you don't have to take an offensive lineman with your first pick. You, it is it opens up the draft, so you can do you can take the best player available. You you can take Jamar Chase. You can take whoever. You can trade out of it and get more picks. You can do a lot of different stuff. So that to me, that's why it's imperative. That I think the Bengals go out there and be aggressive and go get a tackle and a guard. Now, I also kind of put this back with last summer. We all discussed, and this is on my show a lot last summer. You know, do you do you sign AJ Green or do you sign Mixon? That was the big discussion last year, and I kept saying I was reading articles where people were saying, "No, you sign AJ. You don't you don't sign running back." And I kept saying, "You sign Mixon." But you got to sign him to a team-friendly deal, which is pretty much what he what he gave the Bengals. I mean, he's still getting paid. Don't get me wrong; he's getting paid good money. But it's not uh, Zeke Elliott money. It's not Christian McCaffrey money. So he didn't handcuff the Bengals, you know. So we got him signed for the next four years, and then we were able to franchise tag AJ Green. And people kept saying, "We can't do both. We can't do both." Well, they did. So that's where I, again, I'm like, you can do both, and I, I think they will be able to to do it. Yeah, and if you think about it. About the only guy that even came close to the Pro Bowl this year for whatever that means, but anyway, you know, was Jesse Bates. We we've, yeah. we've got him. You know, we've got him signed up. Uh, mm-hmm. We don't have we don't have to pay any. We've got thirty one million dollars to spend on free agency and draft picks, and no matter which way we go, you know, Jamar Chase that'd be a great pick for Burrow. Be a great pick for the offense, but. To say we must have him or we have to have him, that that to me is called reaching. So if there's somebody there that's uh, better, uh, even if, if if we move back, a pass rusher, uh, another offensive lineman, if Sewell's still there, mm-hmm. uh, I'd take Sewell still, even if we got another guy in free agency. Um, you, you can never have enough right. offensive line for Stack your franchise talent. quarterback. Stack talent. You got it. You can never have enough talent. Stack your talent. Now, one thing about Jesse Bates, uh, he was named the Pro Football Writers of America uh, MVP for the Cincinnati Bengals for 2020. So, good job on him. All right, Natty, anything else we got? I got TC and Chris Bengal and Dennis and all these guys want to jump on. You got got anything anything else, buddy? Nah, I'm good. I'll let everybody else hop on. Thanks for having me on the show again, guys. All right, Hey, thank you, Natty. Thanks, Natty. Uh, let's cut him off early. All right, Dennis, you you were on here. You you would have been next in line if you waited. Actually, there you are. I'll go back to you. Hold on, there's Dennis. Hold on, Dennis, batter up. DP, what's up, buddy? Hey, hey, I thought um, um Irvin Meyer was definitely ill because he had a step down from Ohio State. You know, Wilson, I didn't. Irvin Meyer definitely ill. Yeah, you know when. <laughs> And I, I don't know if there's any book nuts watching right now, but um, I got on there last night, talked to quite a few people, and it was literally 50-50. Mm-hmm. 
there were some people that were happy for him, and there were some people that just straight up <laughs> were t- pissed off. To be honest with yeah. you, uh, for him doing what he what he what he's done, he left Florida. He had some sort of brain tumor and aneurysm, yeah. whatever. He had yeah. headaches, that kind of thing was causing headaches. There's never had surgery on any of this, though. <laughs> no, never. I have not seen a doctor report on none of this. So, no. and he comes to Ohio State. Says he's going to retire here, back home, and he takes us to a championship, which I'm thankful for, Dennis. I mean, I'm yeah. I'm thankful for that championship. I really am. But then he kind of bails out on us, and he waits a couple years, and now he's going to the Jaguars for a huge amount of money, which I can understand. Who says no to that kind of money? But right. it is a little awkward how it happened with Urban, and that's just kind of I'm I'm mid level with it. You know, I'm struggling to try to just mm-hmm. be okay with it. Yeah, my my thing is is how long is he going to be there? Because I mean, every time he's left, it, and it's always it's always health, you know, always health issues. Put that in quotation marks. But if you look at how the team was when he left, there's always some kind of controversy, you know. With Florida, you had you had Hernandez that was there, and, and and a couple other you know not so great character guys. And then with Ohio State, you had the thing with, with the wide receivers coach. I think it was that was mm-hmm. the so you always on his life or whatever you know. Yeah, yeah, you always have something. Then all of a sudden, oh health, my health issues are going bad. You know, so it's only to me. I'm not saying he doesn't have health issues. I, he might. I, I don't know, but it's also also awfully convenient when you know the the. You know, it gets hot in the kitchen. You know, you get out, and he 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 jets when 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 the fire gets hot. So, I don't know. I mean, I I, I personally, I, he's got a chance at being a good NFL coach. I think he's got to get a NFL coordinators. You know, legit and like same thing I said about Zach Taylor, which I don't think he's got NFL legit coordinators. But I think Urban's got to get NFL legit coordinators. I think he's got a better shot of doing it than Zach does. But he might he could be good. But they got to have somebody, I think, who is in place for when his health issues pop up again. Exactly. How you? What do you think about it, Dennis? You brought it up, man. What do you think? I think he was just waiting on seeing who's going to get the number one pick so he can coach Trevor Lawrence. But how do you? How are you going to tell them the the men now to buy into him because it's a character thing now? I don't know. It's hard. That's true. That's very true. Like you Nick, know? Nick Saban, like he went to uh, the Dolphins and he left. Right. And left him in the middle of the night. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, the thing is, too, I think I think it's also a uh, almost an, uh, uh, an, e- an ego thing with Urban. I mean, since he's won uh, championships at you know college championships at, at two different schools, and to be the He'd be the if he if he ever wins one a uh, Super Bowl with Jackson, but he'd be the fourth coach to win championships in college and then win one in the NFL. And you, you know you got Jimmy Johnson, you got you got Barry Switzer, which Barry Switzer to me never really counts because he won it with Jimmy Johnson's players and he only did it one year. But anyway, and then and then you got um um oh Jesus uh the coach out of Seattle, Pete Carroll. Yeah, Pete Carroll. So. To me, it's like, it could be also an ego thing. It's all, and also it's a lot of money, like you said. So I don't know how it's going to happen or how it's going to work out, but you know, we'll see. And and I don't know that he's going to take Lawrence. I, you never know. I mean, he could pull a fast one and take Fields. I, 
he he's watched fields a lot more closely and probably on the field more than he's actually watched Lawrence. So you never know it with, with urban and he is a fast paced running quarterback style, which Lawrence gives you that a, a little bit too. Fields probably gives you a little more in the run game. Lawrence probably gives you a little more in the throwing game, but Fields is pretty damn impressive in both. But anyway, Nat, you never Nat know. Natty's got a good point here. My, Meyer also picked Haskins over Joe freaking Burrow too. So you never know. Yeah. Haskins had a record breaking year though. I mean, <laughs> so you never know what would have happened. I mean, it could have been LSU thing or it could have been a complete, it wouldn't have worked out for him. You never know. Now, Anthony Long saying he just got uh, Charlie Long or Charles Long as an assistant coach. Yeah. Which yep. he's another uh, college guy, which is kind of, I mean, he's a good coach, but he's another college guy. I would think he would try to get NFL coaches. You know, Long was he, he, the former Texas, uh, Texas head coach. Yeah. He also took uh, the Buckeyes um, player conditioning coach. So he's taken quite a few college coaches with him to Jacksonville. So, like I said, I don't, I don't like it exactly, but I, I wish him the best because we won a championship with him five years ago, and I'm thankful for that. So, whatever. All right, All right Dennis, got anything, anything else? Got we got a couple other guys want to jump on. Yeah, I got one more thing. What's up, buddy? What, what do you think about Zach Taylor? People that they, uh, I think uh, the Brown family thought they was gonna get the next McVeigh because you know Belichick disciples. Well, most of them never panned out. They thought they're going to get some else, the hottest, the hottest thing. But they want the person. You got to get the coach. You try right. to get the assistant coaches to be whatever they're trying to do. It doesn't work. But we're no, hoping and praying that that guy becomes that coach, or mm-hmm. even some part of it. We're going to die yeah, before right. it happens. We need yeah, winners. Uh, yeah, Belichick uh, guys have been. Assistant coach. Yeah, Eric and Jimmy didn't pan out. Yeah, he, he went to the Jets. He got fired. Right. Yeah, they, they, they had worked out so well. And I know the uh, offensive coordinator for the Rams. I think the Titans want him. He so it's it hasn't stopped yet. That they still want the, these assistant. The thing is, it's just like Eric Bieniemy. You know who I, I've talked about. I wanted him as the Bengals' next head I'd coach. Love you, yeah. Yeah. It's just the way way it is, Dennis. And the only hope that I can give Bengals fans is I just keep going back to the Tennessee Titans game when we actually had the offensive line work, we had the defensive line work, and you see what Zach Taylor's offense was trying, what he wants it to be. And to me, the other thing I will give Zach credit for is when he had Joe Burrow healthy, and he well he did it with Allen, and he did it with with um um. The other quarterback, um, not Fields. Um, anyway, you know the third string guy who beat the Steelers. He yeah. tailored the offense. Yeah, Finley. To, yeah, Finley. Thank you. He tailored the offense to what the team could do. You know, the, with Joe Burrow was there. The best thing, and I've said this. I know you've heard me say this, Dennis. Uh, that the the best thing the Bengals could do, and the most consistent thing they could do, was a three step drop and get rid of the ball fast. And that's the mm-hmm. that's what most of our offense was when he was there. Because the offensive line was so bad, and we ran it occasionally, but we didn't run it as good as we'd like to because, well, we couldn't. So, again, I'm prefacing this with if we fix the offensive line, which we should, then hopefully Zach has shown that he has been able to work with what he has. 
So will he be the next disciple? I have no idea. I am with you, Dennis. I pray. I hope he is. Because if he's not, we're screwed, <laughs> to be honest. <laughs> yeah. I just hope, yeah. He, I just hope he matures and, and does a lot better from his third season. I mean, he, he gets to up crest, not decrest. Yeah. Right. Yeah, and you know everybody was looking for the next Sean McVay, but it's mm. this league is what have you done for well, me? I thought lately? he was a little bit too young, and he didn't know much about coaching. And he's the hottest thing out there. Remember, like Marvin Lewis, he was the hottest thing up because they won the Super Bowl. Man, we got to get him. He is hot to trot. We get yeah. him. What the hell? I mean, yeah, we did a little bit good, but Brandon has an interesting take. He said, "I'm actually expect- expecting Fields to stay in college." I, I would can love almost one hundred percent guarantee you he will not do that. Yeah. <laughs> he's Ain't at perfect. least the number. He's almost he's almost guaranteed to be the number two pick. <laughs> you know, if not the number three pick. You know, top 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 five, top ten money is just you can't yeah, walk away from it and get hurt. Exactly. And, but going back to Taylor, just real quick, you know, he, he now it, this is all on Taylor. He brought back Pollock. Uh, we found out they did interview two other guys, um, not just Fraley from Detroit, but there was some other guy. Maybe y'all can help me out if you've read the report. But anyway, they went with Frank Pollock. He decided to keep Lou. Mike Brown has gave Zach Taylor pretty much the keys this year to do what he wants to do, how he wants to do it, offense, defense, draft, free agency. And if this year is like the last two years – he is G O N E. I hope so. He's gone. I, I mean, I hope he does better, but I hope they don't say, Well, I, I believe in him. I see a glimmer of hope. That's what Mike Brown thinking. Well, I see a good person. Well, he can get her done. Yeah. But as I, fans, we, we want results, not like hope. Right. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> I think Mike Brown's found out from, he's had enough of Marvin yeah. Lewis to find out mm. you can't do that anymore. But what's up, Chris Bengal, too, buddy? Oh, I didn't know. I didn't realize I was on. I thought, ready to doze off. I'm sorry. <laughs> You're on, brother. What's up? Oh, not so much. It's got a lot of uh, living downhill and in the south, uh, you know, just here on, you know, on a sports station. Um, let's see. How can I say this? Uh, Justin Fields, uh, reports are that he is not going to stay in uh, college. Uh, him and other guys have made a decision today, and they are 100% going to the draft. Oh yeah, yeah, oh, yeah. John Wayne. John Wayne. John Wayne. Um, two. It's a toss up because now I'm going probably going to go back on my pick of trouble going to Jacksonville because uh, the reports are that Miles and Trouble, you know, don't fit in Miles, you know, playbook. So so they could do a chuckle and not even get trouble. And um, Atlanta Falcons, there's, there's rumors are going around. They may sign Matt Ryan to one more year. And then they, and then they rumors are going around that uh, this is GM. They, they're thinking about hiring. He, he's always saying that they want, the Falcons want Justin Fields. So Justin Fields might go to the Falcons. Um, they want to sign Matt, Matt Ryan to one more and get him one more year. So 
that's just what I'm hearing down here, you know. But um, I will go for Smith, you know, for our Bengals, or Sewell. But it just, damn it. Oh, excuse me. It's just too early. It's just too early to tell. Oh, yeah, exactly. What's too early. What's going to happen? And and I'm going to be honest with you. Um, oh, shoot. I, I just, I'm, I'm really worried about my Bengals. I, you know, all Bengals, excuse me. Right. And, uh, you know, if they don't, I don't know what some of the Bengals fans are smoking. Think that we should get a wide receiver for us. If we don't, I agree. If we don't fix our line, Joe Boyle's gonna, he's gonna get hold again, and and all that money that we're spending on Joe, it's gonna go down the drain. All right. Hey, let me answer this question real quick. Uh, Crip, Crip wants to know if there's any word of the Bearcats' uh, defensive coach. Uh, I have not heard any uh, anything of 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 people who they're going to sign. They, they they don't haven't announced a new defensive coordinator yet. So just don't. Crip asked that a while ago. Go ahead. Go ahead, Jeremy. I was just going to say, and back in Natty, I noticed one of his comments. He said, you know, here recently a lot of the Buckeyes uh, quarterbacks haven't turned into great quarterbacks in the NFL. That's very true. Uh, not many Alabama quarterbacks have been great in the NFL for a long, long time as well. But this is a new year. You got Mac Jones. You got, uh, you know – you got fields. You don't. You never know. You got fields. five five quarterbacks well, that, that could be starting quarterbacks in the NFL. Five of them, their potential. And so, fields and, is it, and, and these NFL coaches drool over it. And like, like I said, what they want is that quarterback and the rookie contract, build around them and go win the Super Bowl. Now, Natty also says if the Bengals make the playoffs, they would keep him for another year. Well, of course they would. Oh <laughs> I mean, yeah. I, I and if the Bengals make the playoffs, I have no problem keeping Zach Taylor yeah. for another year. That's what we all want. So if he don't make the playoffs, they all need to be gone. Everybody that exactly. he kept and himself. But if he makes exactly. them, hell yeah. I got a question for you and D. This was a fantasy thought. Um, hey Dennis, I'm gonna let you jump off here. You've been off for a little while. I'm I, TC okay, wanted to be bye. on. Okay, bye. All right, buddy. See you. Thanks, man. Yeah. Well, I'll finish up till next. Something else to get on. You go, buddy. But, go ahead. No, you go. Go ahead, Chris. Okay, but when Tula was so hot, and then he went down, and once he went down, Joe Bo- Joe ate it up. Let's just say as Tula never got hurt, and the Bengals drafts Tula, and then whoever got second pick would draft Joe, do you think that Tula will probably be a lot better than Joe for a Bengals? Not Joe in Miami that he sucks down there, but you think Tula would probably do a little bit better uphill if the, the, Bengals, the Bengals drafting no. Bengals drafting Burrow had nothing to do with Tua getting hurt. They no. were Joe Burrow was getting drafted number one before Tua got hurt. He was having too good of a year. I mean, I, I'll put it this way: I first noticed. I actually I noticed the the very first game. It was they would have they had that used to have week zero. It was LSU versus uh, Texas, and I'm like, wow, LSU's actually got a quarterback. I'm like, Who is this? That's the first time I noticed him. Then when he beat Alabama, I'm like, oh, dude, I'm like, I want him. <laughs> that, that's who I want the Bengals to get. So that, that's you where – You didn't notice when he was with the Buckeyes, man? You didn't watch the spring game? No, didn't watch. I don't, I don't even watch the, the Bearcats spring game, dude. <laughs> What's up, TC? What's up? What's going on, man? Love the name change, man. Love the name change. Keep yeah. it coming. 
Yeah. I'm going to change it to TC, not a Browns fan. <laughs> what up, brother? What's up? You and your flat bill hat. Yeah, I know. This is like 10 years old. <laughs> it still says you're under 20. <laughs> I'm just playing with you, brother. Go ahead, man. What you got? Uh, so what were we talking about? I just got on here. So can you explain to me what we were talking about? Like, I just jumped on. I went you're, spo- to- you're supposed to watch the show and, and, and come on, come with it, not us to help you out. <laughs> you do, man. No, we, we've been talking Bengals, Urban Meyer, Zach Taylor, oh, Urban Meyer. whatever, Urban. everything. Talk about him getting to the Jaguars? Yeah. yeah. Some, some yeah, of that. I, I expect him to be a good team. He's, you know, he's a good coach. Well, we're going to find out because the Bengals will be playing Jacksonville next year. Yep. Well, he'll, uh, I hate to say this, but Zach Taylor, I just don't think Zach Taylor is a good, a good coach for us. Well, just, as, a, as a Bengals fan, I hope we're all wrong because I don't think he is either, but I hope we're all wrong. Um, Joe says, uh, talk about Urban. He didn't really step down for medical reasons. It was mostly from Zach Smith incident because he was keeping it hush hush. Like that's what I, Jeff was saying. Yeah, I, yeah, I, yeah. That, that's that's kind of what I was saying. But they also did. I mean, if you guys remember last year, he was like all after. It's all of a sudden, oh, my head hurts, and oh, you know, he did. Yes, it was mo- it was because of that. But he also did blame medical reasons. He that was his excuse of why he and, did it. But the reason he did Mal- it, yes, that, that's why. Yeah, and but, multiple players at Florida. You know, oh, health, my health. I'm going home to retire in Ohio, and well, we all see how that is, how that went now. So, right, exactly. Now he hasn't really got record. Hmm? He hasn't really worked. Good record, like coaching record, in Florida and Ohio State. Yeah, it's college. Yeah. So I mean, we don't know if it's translate to the NFL. That's that's the biggest question. Maybe it's just me because I'm an Ohio State fan, being you know that, but I do really believe he'll be a good coach. Oh, I'm yeah. an Ohio State fan myself, but I mean, look what happened to Nick Saban. You know, he left like a butterfly in the night, bro. Uh, he got the hell out of Miami. I mean, and he didn't even really give anybody much of a notice. I mean, he just found out that he was not cut out for it. He ran to Alabama, the first team that would give him a bunch of money, and he's been here ever since. And hopefully, Ryan Day has watched both of these guys, and he stays at Ohio State, and he don't yeah. leave. It for some ridiculous team in the NFL. Now, Brandon's got a comment here. How amazing would it be if we had to move on from Taylor and the enemy was still there next year, but let's hope Zach is good enough for the next 20 years. I, yeah. If, if, if Mike Brown is wrong on Zach Taylor, which you know we all think he is, I mean, I, like, I think he is, but I also think that, there is a chance that, that Zach could be a good coach if we get enough enough players around him, enough talent. But if he is wrong, <clears throat> we are on to year three of, of Joe Burrow's contract, and it's a five-year option. So you really only got – You mean next year? Two, yeah. Yeah, if, we, if, if they're wrong next year yeah. and the big stink again, then 2022, Joe Burrow's in year three, and we haven't made the playoffs or anything like that. It's gonna be really hard for Bengals fans to. That's where I'm like, there's no way if, if Zach Taylor fails again this year, there's no way he that that Mike Brown is bringing him back. I I don't see how he can. I know about that, Mike Brown's you know he's like look what he I, I look what he did with Marvin Lewis. I yeah, think but, Mar- but, but, but Marvin Lewis, Marvin Lewis, yeah, Marvin Lewis kind of earned that. Marvin Lewis went the playoffs. Marvin Lewis 
would have winning teams. If Zach Taylor has a another year like he did the last two years, there ain't no way in hell they're keeping him. He's never had a winning season. Right. <laughs> and this is his third year. So three years and no winning season with Burrow, yeah. two years. Well, well he's gone. One and a half, yeah. You know, that ain't going to cut the mustard. And I think Mike Brown learned from the Marvin Lewis experience that even with five playoff appearances, you don't win. You can't win in the playoffs. You got to find somebody in Cincinnati to get this fan base revved up. And I don't see him keeping Zach if, if we have another five, six win year at all. Exactly. Uh, yeah, I can see. I guess I can see that. But I I think it would, you would have to – how many games? I don't know. How many games do you think you would have to win to keep it? You're talking about I, Zach? Yeah. Playoffs. Playoffs. <laughs> that's, that's, that's me. He's got to go to playoffs. Oh, I don't know. Yeah, I guess. I guess that's about right. I'm telling you, if, if they years. fix, if they fix the offensive line, if they just fix the offensive line, we got a good shot going to the playoffs. <laughs> you know, I, I want to fix the defensive line too. But if they just fix the offensive line, and the defense can at least keep them close. We got a shot going to the playoffs next year. I really do believe that because we have. Joe freaking Burrow. And I can't, well, I can't emphasize. Huh? It's going to be a tough multiple. schedule from what I've read. Go ahead, buddy. It's going to be a tough schedule from what I read. So, yeah, but I mean, they've had tough schedules before. I mean, yeah. To be a, to be a playoff team, I, look, to win a playoff game, you got to play good teams. So I'd rather be a playoff team through a tough schedule. Then an easy schedule and go get her ass kicked in the first round. Yeah, I'd rather win the Super Bowl. I'd rather do that too. That would, that would be great. All right, TC brother, I'm gonna let you go. Thanks for joining the show, brother. Thanks. Yeah, Take thanks, TC. All right, let's get to some of these. Uh, the chat's blowing up here, so I'm trying to trying to get to you guys' question or your comments here, but it's kind of hard when the I got three three things going on at once. All right, um, the natural the Dolphins need to give two another year before. Decided to move on, and that Natty, that's the thing. NFL on these anymore on these college quarterbacks, these guys are coming in slinging it, and if you you can pretty much tell in the first year, definitely the second year, if they're going to be good, I think anymore because they're so prepared to play in these NFL offenses. So, and Miami's ready to win with their defense, and if they can get a quarterback, I think that's all they're missing. Which I. Tua might be it, Tua might not be it, but it doesn't look like they're exactly sold on him. Mm-hmm. And then they said, so when Meyer fails in the NFL, he's going to use medical reasons as an excuse again. Most likely, yes. He's done it twice. I, you know, he's repeated himself two times. I don't see why he wouldn't use it a third time. Yeah, it worked. Right. Exactly. And Gitlow's got the got the schedule for the Bengals, which, yeah, it's going to be a tough schedule. I mean, like I said – this that's what I mean. Jeremy s- said it multiple times. That's why this was the year to go to the playoffs. It would have been easier because we had an easy schedule. Well, they didn't do it, so they made it harder on themselves. But you get Tooney, you get uh, Morton, Jamar Chase, dude, and you and 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 fix that you know defensive line. I think we got. I think I really do think we have a shot at going to the playoffs because I hope I'm right on this. I think the Squealers are finally going to go downhill for once. That would be nice. As Big Ben gets older and he starts getting – he's already older, and I have a feeling they're already looking to replace him most likely. But, you know, I 
with Trey Wayne's coming back, you sign WJ3, Bates and Bell, DJ Reader coming back, get a couple good linemen, sign Alexander to another, maybe maybe give him a two-year contract this time or what you know, whatever he, he's willing to do, team friendly. And I can see our defense being completely solid with a couple decent pass rushers in the draft or wherever they may come from and a great offensive line to protect the main thing, the only thing that wins you Super Bowls at the end of the day at this age is mainly your quarterback. I mean, defense, you've got to get stops on defense. You've got to win on defense. You know, you can't give up what we were doing this year, seven out of ten third downs, uh, ten out of twelve third downs. You can't do that. Um, but at the same time, you got to put up points. The Chiefs have showed that. And they've won Super Bowls doing it. And the thing is, what 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 I pray that Armadillo does not do next year is when you're third and five or third and three, don't back up five yards and give them the freaking first down. I'm like, I you know, to me that's where I'm like, you know, they kept saying you gotta get pressure on the quarterback. You gotta get pressure on the quarterback. Then freaking blitz them, <laughs> you know. Yeah. If you get, I would rather get beat being aggressive than get beat backing off. You know, I will take that. That's one, and that's one thing I, you know, give Zach Taylor credit. How many times did he go for it on fourth down this year? You know, he had a a, a very high, uh, legit. You're right there, buddy. You're back messing up. Uh, it's good. <laughs> look, like, look like you're in pain. Um, it's high. um. But he had a very high conversion rate and, and, and of going forward on fourth down. So those are things I did. I think Zach, I honestly think Zach attacked an offense more, you know, and everybody say, well, he threw the ball over the place. Well, yeah, he did. But that's also, I think, his version of attacking and doing what the Bengals could do. So that's why there's, I think it was a difference of philosophy on both sides of the ball. I think the Bengals offense attacked way more than the defense did. And that's one thing, if we fix the offense line or fix the defense line, Armadillo needs to go after the quarterback and he's got to get pressure on him. You don't have to blitz every time, but hopefully you get a, a good enough front four that you can put pressure on him with the front four and that you're good enough to do with that. That's how you play winning football. But if you can't, then you got to blitz sometimes. And I don't think he blitzed nearly enough with, with, with what he had. Yeah. And I, I know you would be the uh, first one to agree with this too. You know, in so many games this year, when we did blitz. We did get aggressive, and our defense played well. It seemed like our offense played conservative, and we did. We weren't really putting the the gas pedal down, you know. And it it, it got a little frustrating. The defense would look great one game, and conservative offense mm-hmm. the next. Blah blah blah. But what inconsistency? But exactly. I, but I, th- I think the offense was was more aggressive. More uh, more aggressive than the defense was. The defense, he oh, was never yes. – I won't say never Throughout aggressive, but very, very few times that Armadillo was aggressive. Very few times. Yeah. Yeah. Now, uh, Thunder – what's his name here? Thunderbolt wants to know, Jeremy D, what happened? And I don't know what he, what he or she's talking about. Do you? Uh, no. <laughs> <laughs> so, ah, uh, good. We don't know. We don't know what you mean. What happened? Be a little <laughs> more specific, bro. <laughs> All right, get low. If you had New England's coach in the last two years, the Bengals would not be going to the playoffs. If they, 
If you had New England's coach in the last two years, the Bengals would not go to the playoffs. So if Belichick was our coach, we would still be losers. Mm, is that what, is that that's, what? That's kind of the way I'm reading it. But I, I mean, I not not with Joe. I mean, one thing. Okay, I put it to you this way. One thing I, 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 that I want all I want all my listeners to kind of do some 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 homework on on the uh, playoff games this year or this weekend. I almost guarantee you the team who has who wins at the line of scrimmage is going to win the game. Whoever can run the ball the best, protect the quarterback the best, stop the run, and get pressure on the other team's quarterback, they're most likely going to win the games. Now, we have, like he says, we have Joe freaking Burrow. We have the biggest toy that you want and need. If there isn't a bigger explanation of what happens if you don't have that toy, look at Bill Belichick. He's arguably the greatest coach in NFL history. He lost Tom Brady. Tom Brady is playing this weekend. Bill Belichick's been sitting at home. He didn't go to the playoffs. So you can have the best coach in football. If you don't have that quarterback, it doesn't matter. I'm always saying it doesn't matter, but it makes it a lot easier to win Super Bowls and to win this. So that's what I'm saying. Everybody's getting on Zach Taylor. He's a terrible coach. He's got... I agree. I don't think he's that great of a coach, but there is a chance and talent wins out. You know, you got to have talent on the offensive line. You got to have talent on the defensive line. Those are the two most important things. Yep. And it's pretty amazing. Really. I, I don't want to bash the Buccaneers because I don't want anybody that I may know to get angry at me, but um, you know, it's pretty amazing. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) It's pretty amazing um, how things change when you bring in a – well, he's a Hall of Fame quarterback, so there, there's no question there. But, you know, the Buccaneers were not exactly great with Jameis Winston. Uh, 30 touchdowns, 30 interceptions. That's what Jameis won last year. And then you bring in Tom Brady, not a whole lot else. I mean, unless and, – and Jen probably knows a lot more about him than I do, but I didn't yeah. see that. Making a big splash. I mean, they brought they, they brought in a couple guys. They brought Gronkowski in. They brought in well, um, older, uh, the, yeah. the older guys. They brought in um, oh geez, the running back from Jacksonville. He went to LSU. Um, Fournette. Yeah, brought brought in Fournette. Yeah, I mean, they did guy. bring in some guys, but their main they brought AB in. But their main guys that he throws to were already there. You know, yep. their offense, their offense and their defense wasn't the problem with the Buccaneers. The problem with the Buccaneers they had a guy. Who threw 30 interceptions? <laughs> that's the problem. It's hard to win when you throw 30 interceptions. So that's where I'm at. Like everybody's down on keeping Zach Taylor. But like I said, there we we have a chance, even with Zach Taylor, to win and to I think to win a Super Bowl, but you gotta have talent. And and I'm not trying to bang on the Buckeyes. I'm not I'm they'll, they'll take it this way at all. But if you look at the Buckeyes in the championship game. Their secondary could not keep up with Alabama. Talent. They had more talent in a wide wide receiver position than Ohio State had in their secondary. You know? It just comes down to, you know, every year is different in in, in college. You know? Um, But I I guess my point is, you got to have – you can have the best coach. If you don't have the quarterback and you don't have the talent around that quarterback – 
it doesn't matter. You got the greatest coach ever. You got to have talent on the field. You, you bar none. You have to have talent on the field. You have to have that offensive line because that's the biggest thing that the the Patriots did the twenty years or whatever that that Tom Brady was there. They had a solid offensive line. They yeah. did, and a solid, a solid defense. That's how Bill Bill Belichick won. won. You know, they didn't have a lot of toys. That's where when Bengals fans drive me nuts. Well, we got to get Jamar Chase. No, we don't got to get him. We got to get an offensive line and a defensive line. That's what we have to get. And that's- then in the draft, if it happens that way, then that's great. But we've got to make sure we have taken care of the offensive line before we do anything else. And that is with free agency draft, flip-flop, it doesn't matter. That has to be priority one. Priority two, getting another one or two good pass rushers on the defensive line. And mm-hmm. three, then we can worry about luxury picks is like is what I like to call them. Such yeah, as yeah, to toys. Yeah, yeah, toys. Yeah, toys. You want to pick toys. That's what you know, that's what I call them. But yeah. You gotta, yep. The meat and potatoes of it is you gotta get you gotta win it in the trenches. You you have to. And that if you watch the Bengals games this year, that's the biggest problem. We couldn't stop the other team because the quarterback could just sit back there, eat a sandwich, do whatever he wanted, fix his makeup, and throw the ball. And then running backs could, you know, wide open holes running. And then the tight end or the wide receivers running right over right over the middle, wide open. Make, you know, yeah. A, a cornerback can't stay on a wide receiver for eight, nine seconds. I mean, it's just not built that way. That's not the way football is. And nope. and that's nope. uh, that's nope. what I've seen. Deion Sanders can do that. Day, yeah, well, mm-hmm. once in a lifetime generation talent you could look at. Uh, De- Deion couldn't even cover him that long, I don't think. Well, yeah, I mean, that's yeah, that's what I'm getting at. Like, yeah. you cannot do it without a pass rush. If we have a pass rush, and even if we make the guy, you know, even if we rush the quarterback, make him go outside the pocket, that makes it 50% harder for him to complete a pass when he is on a full run throwing over his back shoulder. So that's – we didn't do that. We didn't do it with Marcus Hunt didn't do it. Carl Lawson done it some. He at least got him out of the pocket, didn't give him any sacks. Hubbard, yeah. you know, he, he had a few sacks too. You know, he'd get him out. But, man, we, we've got to get more talent on that defensive line, no well, doubt about oh, it. We, we, we have to. That is bar none the – you know, it's, it's one – it's not – I won't even say that's – I only say that's bigger than the offensive line. It's one A, one B. They're they're both the lines on both sides of the ball. You got to fix. I mean, there's no there's no ands if or buts about it. That's what has to get fixed. You know, I mean, I, I just it just drives me nuts. And Bengals fans are like, oh, well, we got to do this and we got to do that. And it's like there's lots of options, and the Bengals have money to do it. And I really do think Mike Brown will spend the money again, you know, to get it because Mike knows. We're not showing up for this crap <laughs> again, you know. I mean, and, and and if he goes out and signs one or two offensive linemen, trust me, the fan, fan base is going to be ecstatic. The day, look, the day the Bengals sign one of these guys, I will be going live instantaneously on my phone, <laughs> you know, and doing a show to get you guys' reaction. Exactly. Now, well, you're what's up, buddy? Hey guys, I, I just want to add. Uh... That they were negligent of that offensive line for years. Ever since they let Whitworth and Zeitler go, that's when the line went to went to crap. Oh yeah, uh, yeah, I agree with you. And yep. 
as much as I, I want to say it's Taylor, uh, all of it falls on Duke Tobin. Yes. Like John Ross, there's no reason to have taken John Ross. They could have taken a tackle. I think, was it Conklin was there? Uh, or who's the one from the Ravens? Might yeah, he might have been. I, I don't remember. I'll Stanley, be there, there were like, a ton of good players that we could have taken. I, I mean, offense. I mean, <laughs> yeah. The thing is, for I mean, I know we've said this. You've heard me say this, Natty. That year, they had four guys. They're all free agents at the same time. Zeitler, Whitworth, Muhammad Sanu, and Marvin Jones. You should have signed Whitworth, and you should have signed Zeitler. You signed those two, then, you, you know, it, it, it would have kept this team, I think, maybe not playoffs, but at least they would have been competitive. And it, it, I, I'm not saying they would have – they still they probably still would have drafted Ross because they had to, in their mind they had to fix, you know, losing two wide receivers and have anybody there. But that was also when they didn't sign free agents. I mean, this past offseason, that's the most free agents – that I can remember the Bengals ever signing. So I, I think that was a change in philosophy with the Bengals that I hope doesn't change. You know, I hope they, they keep doing it. And from all indications of articles and things that the coaching staff and, and, and Zach has said is that's what they're going to, they're going to do again. Yeah. And you know, we, if we wouldn't let those two guys go paid the big bucks for it worth kept it uh, Zeitler you know, we, we probably wouldn't be – we'd probably still be – we could very easily still be a winning team, organization. You know, those two guys – that's a big – them are two big I, losses. I just I just thought of this. It just hit me while you're saying this. Yes, if we do all that too and we don't go through and, and say we are a playoff team again or a winning team, guess who we don't get? Go Burrow. Exactly. So, so uh, – so – in my mind, I'm that it was terrible. It was stupid. I hope they learn from their mistakes. But they, you know, I, you know, I always try to look at you know the 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 happy part. If they don't do that, we don't get Joe Burrow. So, Unless we could have just gave up our whole draft for this year and next to move up for him, like a Mike Ditka type move. You know, yeah. that would be. Yeah. I, I don't. I don't see Mike Brown doing that. No, so, no. So I don't know. I mean, it's just yeah. The thing is, I hate going back to the past because yes, they did this, they did that. I try to look at the recent past, you know, the past offseason of what they did. You know, they had a plan. I don't know why the offensive line wasn't in their plan, but well, I do know why. His name is Jim Turner, and he got fired. Um, but so, it is now. But yeah, but it is now, and that's the thing. Moving forward, it is now. Joe Burrow is he's walking around, no limp, no nothing, no knee brace. You know, he's to the point where he said the fun part begins. He's going to start throwing here, hopefully by uh, the middle of next month. You know, so he's on track to start game one. If he's going to, I don't know. And and they already got Burrow hurt. So I guarantee you they're going to do – the offensive line is going to get fixed. If they don't do anything else, they're going to fix that. And speaking of Burrow real quick, and then Natty, I'll let you go on uh, with whatever else you got, man. But, you know – I'm just wondering who's going to be hiking Burrow that ball. You know, Burrow's not going to make it back for training camp. He's not going to make it back preseason. I want to know in practice who's going to be hiking that ball, who's going to be hiking that shotgun ball. He better practice like if it's Finney, if it's Price, whoever it's going to be. But we are going to be without Hopkins for quite a few games, and that's one thing that puts a little glitch. I see there's yeah. so much that we uh -huh. can take care of. Every, we can take care of everything. 
we might even be able to get a center in the fifth round that's better than both of them. I don't know. Right. You don't know. Take care of it right there. But if not, the center is what worries me the most because that's the guy hiking the ball over people's heads, like low, outside, and that, that ruins the timing of the plays. That ruins everything for the wide receivers, everything. So I got a bad feeling it's going to be Billy Price. <laughs> I, I have a feeling, and I hope yeah. not. I just yeah. – What do you I think, Matty? competition. What do you think, Natty? Take one in the third or the second, you know. I Right. But going back to, what was it, 2018 when they took Price, I I still thought uh, James Daniel, he's I think he's a guard now for the, for the Bears, was a better player because, one, he was younger than Price, and, he two, he had more upside physically because he, he didn't have the, the limitations of Billy Price being a, a limited athlete at the position and having uh, shorter arms than he would like. So I thought they should have taken James Daniel, but like you guys said, they have to address center, and I think they should take one in the draft. That's probably what most likely what they'll do. But uh, going back to – they brought in Frank Pollock probably because they wanted him to get some development out of guys like uh, – was it – was it what's his name? Fred Johnson? Fred Johnson, yeah. Fred Johnson. Right, Michael Johnson, and 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 I I personally do think we, we might see these guys take a big step, but at this point they're probably all regulated to backups because the yeah. offensive line oh, takes yeah. more priority. Yeah, I, yeah, I, I think Fred Johnson. Bill, uh, I mean, the best case scenario, Fred Johnson, Bobby Hart, Billy Price, are all backups next year, and so uh, hopefully, uh, Surflo Sir or Spain is a backup. You know, could be signed to guard. And there's yeah, nothing wrong with that. No, you know, I I think we've said it from I think week three. You know, these guys are good players as backups. I think you know they came up on the show like week three, week four. You know, they're just not starters. But as a backup to come in for a game, two games, whatever, that's that. Hey, they're okay. They're fine. All those players. Uh, center is the problem. That that's the only thing I am yeah, literally. That's, that's what ticks me out. We, we that wasn't a problem. Last game of the freaking season, he's got a tear his ACL. And the, the weird thing is, I don't know. I wonder how bad. I'm sure there's different um, variations of tears, but he walked off the field. You know, he was limping. He didn't get carried off. That's why I was shocked that it came out, you know, the next day or two days later, they tore his ACL. I'm like, really? So I'm kind of curious of how bad it is. I'm hoping it's not that bad. He can come back and he only misses, you know, one or two games. And, and, uh, you know, we go on from there, but now Gitlow has something here, which uh, um, he says that Billy Price is a better center than guard. He did good when Hopkins was out. There were games he did good. Well, there's a game. I mean, I think he was the 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 center in in the Tennessee game, and he got the game ball. So that that game he did do good. But there are also games where he hacked the ball over Bur- Burrow's head, and he, you know, it was. Hey, it's just like everything else with the team this year. You know, just. He's like uh, Billy Price to me is like the offensive line center equivalent of John Ross. He had like you know four good games, you know, <laughs> over his whole career here. That's kind of the way Price was is. You know, he's had like four or five good games where you're like so inconsistent. Maybe you know, maybe he can. Yeah, exactly. Just and completely be horrible for five games in a row. And mm-hmm. well, we all watched it. We all seen it play out. And 
that's just that's kind of the way I, I look at Price. You never know what you're getting each and every Sunday. Whoever he's going up against, it don't matter. He's just never consistent. That, that's perfectly said. And that was the biggest problem with the Bengals this year was they were consistently inconsistent. And and I mean the the only thing that I like, I don't know about what do you think about this, Natty, but the only thing I think the Bengals were consistently good at was a three step step drop and a short pass passing game. Other than well, that, I don't think they. I'm sorry. Well, that's all they could do at that point because they, they couldn't expect the line to hold up for more than two, three seconds at a time. Exactly, and that, that's, that's that, five wide receiver sets and all them things. Right. Just yeah, and that and that's where I, I I that's where I give Zach credit. He knew that, and we did it a lot. That's where I don't give Duke. And I, I blame more blame more of the way this team was structured last year on Duke Tobin. You know, for them to even think that this offensive line was good enough to make it another year and not really add. I mean, they added Serphilia. That's or Serflo. Well, how do you say his name? He's the only one they added. You know, I mean, they, well, they drafted, um, what's his face from, uh, Kansas. Um, the rookie, I can't think of his name right now. Um, a team, identity. Thank you. They drafted. So they, oh, they, they yeah. added two guys, but not, but nobody that was a legit starter, you know, no, nobody it was like, well, maybe he, you know, maybe he can, beat this guy out. Maybe he, you know, maybe, nothing was like, all right, if we sign Tooney, he's our starting guard. If we sign Morton, he's our starting right tackle. That There, there won't even be a competition about it. That's what we need. We need solid guys. And that, that's what they did in the secondary. I mean, Bell, you know, he's going to start. Uh, 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 tr- um, Waynes, you know, he was going to start, but he got hurt. You know, you, you knew these things. When they signed him. Those are starters. They didn't do that on the offensive line. And I hope they should do that this year. Go ahead, Natty. Whatever you got, uh, man. I was gonna say, if you if you sign Tooney and then you sign Morton, then you you have your entire right side of the line done. All you need is maybe Spain or Sufilu plays left guard. You get Trey Hopkins back. Now your line goes from being terrible to at least average or maybe above average. And now you. Oh, I think, above, I think it'd be above average. Oh yeah. It, it <laughs> might jump up. Our win might wait. jump from four to eight to maybe ten, maybe. You get ten wins, you you got a shot at the playoffs. I mean, so, ten, uh, you, uh, you know. Unlucky being in this division, you know, with ten wins because in this division, ten wins sometimes don't get you, don't get you there. Though it should, even though yeah. you know we're watching a seven and nine team play last week, and that was a debacle. <laughs> Give me a break. The only but, the only that scares that I'm worried about with the Steelers is excuse me Squealers is uh, if Ben does come back <clears throat> and even, even if he doesn't come back I wouldn't be there's a lot of quarterbacks that are legit out there that they could trade I mean you got Carson Wentz they could trade for him you got uh, um, oh my goodness well I hate when I can't think of the guys names the back James Winston I mean he he got him you got Marcus Mariota I mean these are guys that Cam Newton, legit, yeah. Cam Newton, these guys are legit quarterbacks that could start. I mean, and, and then the rumors are, which I don't really know if this is going to happen or not, but, you know, you got uh, 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 Deshaun Watson. The, the, tex- the Texans might trade him. I don't know if they're really going to or not, but I just – I don't want I – could, I could see the Steelers being active in that and getting somebody because they don't have anybody to replace Ben now. I'm kind of surprised they haven't addressed it. You know more up until now, so that's the only that's what they had. 
Yeah, I, I, I could, I could see him taking one in the draft myself. Mac Jones. Yeah, if one, if one of these five guys falls that far, you never yeah. know. Yeah. Hey, real quick, guys, I want to get your take. You think Urban Meyer works at the at the NFL level? I don't think he does personally. I I don't I don't think so either myself, but you never know. But I I mean to me he could if he has he could if he has the right NFL guys around him and he runs it more of like a CEO and he's not hands on with everything, you know. If he has legit NFL offense coordinator, a veteran one, and has a veteran legit defensive coordinator, you know, that's what I think he needs to do. So if that happens, then he could. It, it's it's he's a good coach. Don't get me wrong. He's a good coach. It, it, it's it's hard to, to to say either way, to be honest. But he could, and then he might fall flat on his face. Yeah. You never know. And just real quick, I noticed Steve's comment there, you popped yeah, up. Yeah, I was yeah, I was gonna get to that. Go ahead. I was I was just gonna say, in my opinion, and you know, I'll read it out and Jeff and natty whatever um but he's saying sign willie jackson the third and tag carl and see if carl lawson stays consistent my deal with that is you sign willie j if you tag carl lawson you are paying carl lawson top dollar money top five in the league money Mm -hmm. he's nowhere near top five in the league bro no. And that's just kind of where I'm at on it. That's why I think we should offer him a good little signing bonus, give him a nice team-friendly deal, and let him hang in there with us. If somebody else offers him more, which I don't see happening, uh, well, so be it. But, man, you can't – Carl Lawson is not a franchise player. You know, that's what the tag is for is a franchise like – a, like a Chad Johnson in his prime, and we're trying to work out a deal with him. Yeah, you franchise him until we can work out that deal. But Carl Lawson's just not that type of impact player to me. And he's and even even anywhere you look, he's not in the top five or close to the top five when it comes to sacks, pass no. rush, that type like of said, thing. Like like we said, we think he had. I don't know offhand. I think he might have five, four, six, five. maybe four. I and and, the thing is, and like like Steve said, Steve he, he stays consistent. He wasn't consistent this year. Uh-uh. I mean, just like the rest of the Bengals. Uh, what, what do you think, Natty? Uh, I, I don't. I don't think. I don't even think you have to pay him top five money though, because I don't no. know what team is going to pay him that. Like at most, they'll give him what, like fifteen, twenty, maybe a year. But for a number two guy on a, a number two pass rusher, I don't think so. I, you could probably get him on a friendlier deal now. The, William Jackson, that's another story because he he might not be a, a lockdown, but a, a good corners are a commodity that's hard to come by in the NFL. Yeah. And if you got if you let him go, then who's he, who's going to replace him? Trey Wayne's, and that's it. Like you just have Trey Wayne, so or Sims <laughs> or Sims. Yeah, or Sims on the, on the opposite yeah. of Wayne. Yeah. That's why we took Wayne was to be the opposite of WJ three. So. Mm-hmm. You know, that's why we took a week. That's what I could see where Mike Brown and Zach Taylor and everybody were thinking with, with what we did with the defense. And then Reader got hurt. And then our pass they rushers. All got hurt. Everybody got hurt. Our pass rushers didn't pan out. You know, yeah. Hubbard, 
he's not even really panned out like I thought he would, you know, but he was always kind of in the shadows. Well, he, he keeps so, getting, I, he can't stay healthy. I mean, he started coming around again toward the end of the year. And a crip wants to know, uh, I, I didn't, I didn't know I was, but he said, why are you guys in a bad mood tonight? We have Frank mother loving Pollock and Joe freaking Burrow. Come on guys. <laughs> Frank Pollock, baby. <laughs> Woo. All right, Steve, Steve. Uh, anyway, you got anything else, Natty? No, that's it, guys. Thanks for having me on again. All right, brother. Thanks, man. You got it, Nutty. All right, Steve, let's get his comment here. Uh, there are notable drop-offs when Willie leaves. With Waynes, the secondary should be more consistent. Lawson is undeniably the team's best pass rusher. He's the top five. He's not top five, dude. He's not, I mean, bro. He's not. He's I, – I, I he's love not. you, Steve. I mean, I, I, he's not top five. Yeah, I mean, I mean, top not, ten, maybe. I mean, I think they stretch on yeah, that. I mean, yeah, yeah. I mean, I mean he's not garbage. Hard. We need to keep him, but he's your to me on a good team. He's your third best pass rusher on yep. a good team. I, I think he's fast. Yeah. He's short. And how many times has he got to the quarterback this year and he couldn't get him down? Yeah, you know, I mean, in that one, the the, the first game against the, the Squealers. Lawson is on the ground pulling on Ben's ankles. Oh, and ben, he just and just whoop, I bet yeah. Ben just shakes him like off, you know, like and just flicks that ball into the end zone. So he's not a top five, dude. He's he's just not. I know I keep on bringing up like Miles Garrett, but we could go on on. We could really talk about a ton of great pass rushers in this league. Yeah, that, and and don't get me wrong though. By the way, Steve, we love your opinion, brother. Yeah, keep bringing your opinions on, man, and. Just because I may not or we may not together, so, and we right. don't even agree on everything. But that's keep your that guy's man. an idiot. <laughs> that guy right there, he's an idiot sometimes. No, I can't. I can't, <laughs> I can't help it. But yeah, I, I just I'm I, on an idiot show here. <laughs> exactly. But yeah, I just I we mean, know, Steve, we love. Yeah, I mean, I, and I I really do. I mean, I don't see the Bengals. They got to fix the defensive line. If they don't sign Lawson and they don't sign Willie J3, we're going to be in trouble because we can't lose the talent that we have. We got to keep the talent that we that we have. But we already have enough holes to try and fix on that offensive line and on the defensive line. So you got to keep Lawson. And I like I, said, I just don't see. I don't want to give him that much money, man, because I want to use that money for other things. You know, exactly. uh, you know, it just I don't know. all right, That's Coleman. Yeah, let's see here. Now, if he turns into that, great, awesome. I'll pay him all the all money in the world. I got no problem with it. But right now, he's, he's not. Years. Yeah. All right, Coleman. Do you guys expect Burrow to play Week One, Day One, and if if so, this year prove we need an O line? What are are you willing to give up in a trade, AJ or Ross? Well, we're not sure. We can't trade AJ or Ross. Both of them are done. Yeah. They're both free agents. Yeah. Um, I think Burrow will be here for the first game of the season. I don't think he's going to play in any of the preseason or anything of that. Jeremy, your thought? I'm a little more skeptical, mm-hmm. but I am hopeful. Uh, I just hope that no matter what, there's going to be some really good, solid backups out there I don't know if Brandon Allen is our answer if, if 
if, if, if. I hope he is back 100%. But when I heard him say, you know, I, I plan on being back for game one, but I'm not going to be doing any anything in the summer, any preseason, any training camp, that worries me just a little bit, you know. But I hope he's back game one. If not, I hope the Bengals are ready for it. And they, you, you've always got to imagine the worst and hope for the best. So make sure you bring in somebody that's going to be able to win you a few games just in case Burrow is not back. As of right. drafting or trading players, yeah, like Jeff said, Ross, AJ, there's nothing we can do with them. Yeah, and they're, they're free agents. They're, they can't trade them. Our free agency and draft is going to say it all for, for yeah. our team. And now they said Lawson is the number two pass rusher and Hubbard is a rotational lineman. That's – if they were on other teams, that's that's probably yeah, that's, about right. Yeah, that's yeah. I, I can't argue with that. Uh, is McKenzie coming back? Uh, we hope so. We got to sign. Yeah. yeah, he only we signed a so. one-year deal, so. Which he's injured. I think there's a good chance that we could sign him. Yeah, Steve, appreciate so. you guys. Two day, new day, all day, every day. Appreciate you too, brother. Thanks for your comments. You're damn right, bro. Um, but I mean, I I don't know if I don't know without with the Bengals needing a center. I don't know if they could completely fix the defensive line in this year. I hope they can, but with us being, I mean, we really do. We need three offensive linemen now. I mean, we really do. You got to have, and what I'm hoping is, is one of the guys they sign can, you know, play guard and center until uh, Trey Hopkins comes back. You know, now Tooney is the guard that everybody's talking about signing. I have not seen anything about him ever playing center. <clears throat> so he's played tackle before, but not, but not center that I know of. And well, like I mentioned earlier, you know, we got BJ Finney from the Seahawks and yeah. the Carl Carlos Dunlap deal. Right. Oh, so, you know, you never know the, the kid could really shine. Uh, I, mean, who, I mean, who knows Billy Price? He was excited that, that Frank Paul is coming back. Maybe Billy Price. Will, will, I mean, he did play good in, you know, a couple games. He's not consistent, but <clears throat> if Trey could come back, you know, week two or three, if Billy could just hold it together for two, three games, we might be okay. You know, I, I don't know for sure. I have no idea. I'm just saying maybe we can. And, I, and honestly, my personal opinion, it's hard. I think that's, I think that's what the Bengals will try and do. I think they, unless they draft one in, in later rounds, you know, yeah. if they draft a center in later rounds, I, I think there's a good chance that they'll do that. I don't see them. They're not going to sign a center. They already have one. And his name's Trey Hopkins. And he's pretty good. Yeah. So they're not going to sign a center. They just got to find a, a stopgap gap. Yeah. And it's, right now, it's either Billy Price or Finney, or they draft draft a kid, which they they could. I mean, I, I can totally see that happening. Kind of throw a, a wrench in everything with that with that happening. Last, like you said, last game of the year. That's the last thing we needed, and now, you know, it's just something else that we we're going to have to work through, go through, and figure out. You know, who's who's the best guy for the job, man? Exactly. All right. Um. Crown, let's talk about the Reds. Well, I did actually. Crown, I started the show out with that, and nobody, <laughs> nobody started talking about it. But the Reds, uh, Reds signed uh, avoided arbitration on on a couple players uh, today. Michael Lorenzen. Uh, let's see who else. Uh, they got the no no Remy. That's the guy they got from the Iglesias deal. They signed him. Uh, I mean Garrett Jesse Winker. So they avoided avoided arbitration on those guys. And they signed a international outfielder who is ranked 26th in the top 30 of international players. 
I like if you want to talk Reds, I got no problem talking Reds. They're just not doing anything. Um, I don't think, despite reports, I don't think the Reds are 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 sellers. I don't really think they're buyers either. To be honest, I mean the only person I think the Reds might sign is Gregorius, but we'll see what happens. But there's Red talk. But you guys, you guys will talk Reds. Bring it. It kind of go. The show kind of goes whatever uh, whatever's going on in the chat, whatever you guys want to talk about. Uh, NFL picks this weekend. Uh, that's 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 a good question there, Chris. Uh, actually, I wrote those down. Let's see here. Who you got? Who you got this weekend, Jeremy? Anybody? And to be honest with you, I really don't give a crap. <laughs> I'll take. You know, I'll, I'll be with Jen and root for the Buccaneers. I don't like rooting for Brady. I think the Chiefs are going to win it all, but we'll see. That's where well, I'm I at. Got, let's see here. We got the well. We can go through them here. My team's sitting right here behind me. Yeah, exactly. Um, NFL playoffs. You got Rams versus Packers on Saturday, and Ravens versus Bills. Um, <clears throat> if you're asking me, it's Rams at Packers. I don't see a California team going to Green Bay and winning in January, and I think Aaron Rodgers is going to ball out. Uh, Ravens Bills. This this game, I think I'm looking forward to this one. Yep. Especially if it's snowing, and Lamar Jackson has not played in the played football in the snow before. And Josh Allen is balling out, and that team is playing really, really good. But so are the Ravens. I think this is going to be – this might be the matchup of the weekend. T- to me, it's a toss-up. I will be rooting like crazy for the Bills because I can't stand the Ratbirds. So yep. I will probably pick the Bills because I just want them to win. And that's kind of the way I do my – The Bills always won for – My picks? Know. Yeah. Uh, they they always Browns, Chiefs. You get them in the playoffs a couple years back last year, whatever it was. Right. Yeah, exactly. Then Sunday you got Browns, Chiefs. I, 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 I the, only the Brown, only chance the Browns have is they got to control the ball. They got to keep Patrick Mahomes off the field. And if they don't, I think Chiefs are going to win. I do think, I do think the Chiefs are going to win. I'm kind of be put, I'm kind of pulling for the Browns just because. Brown, I know they're in our. It would kill me that they go farther in the playoffs than, than we have, and yeah, it would kill me. But I also feel bad for the Browns fans. I know a couple I know. of them, so. <laughs> and, yeah. So, and then I got I got the Buccaneers over the Saints. I, I that's who I I think the uh, I think Tom Brady. I think it's gonna be hard to beat Tom Brady three times in a row. Yeah, Those, you know, I, I really think the Bills have a great chance. To be honest with you, I, and I hate. There's one thing, there's two, actually two things, you know, I can't stand in life is drama. And when my dad's right about quarterbacks in the draft and we watch the draft every year. And when the bills took Allen, he goes, this kid, oh my gosh, this kid, you have no, I'm like, you, you don't even know, you, you haven't watched it. Oh, I've watched him play enough. I know he's going to be good. It took him <laughs> a couple of years, you know, where I ragged on Actually, I'll be honest with you. I gave my dad hell about it for a couple, you know, the last two years, whatever. I think this is third year, maybe second, third year, I think. Um, and then, by gosh, here we go. And he's in the playoffs. He's winning games. He's He's got a cannon for an arm. God bless him. And I can see him giving him – I can see them giving Baltimore every single bit they can handle, and I can see that defense 
putting an end to Jackson's little running around for 20 yards here, 50 yards yeah. there, if it's snowing, cold, whatever. Oh, I, I hope it's a freaking blizzard. Just because just that's football, man. That's football weather. That I mean, I'll be sitting down here in the ice cave nice and, nice and warm and toasty watching them. But, I mean, yep. dude, I, I love going to – I've been, been to multiple – football games where it's snowing and it is a freaking blast being being there when it's snowing and it's cold i mean i'm all bundled up nice and warm and everything so it doesn't bother me i'm not the one playing the games but it's it's so much that fun. beer helps you stay warm i'm sure yeah yeah, yeah. That, that might that yeah, might help just, just a little bit you know it just just helps a little bit <laughs> so anyway it's a friday i think we're gonna roll on out of here let me go through the uh, facebook groups that we help run they are Bengals nation which yesterday was the eighth anniversary of Bengals Nation. So I gotta give a shout out to Mike on the creator of Bengals Nation. Uh, Bearcat Country, Reds Country, Cyclones Country, and we live stream on the Ohio State Bucknuts. We don't run that one, but we just live stream on it. I'll be pulling the sound off this later, putting it on the podcast. Rate, like, review, Beanpot, Spotify, Anchor, Apple Podcasts, iTunes, pretty much wherever you get your podcast. I am on there. And then you can follow me on all my social media platforms, uh, all under Sports with Strawberry Ice. You guys want to message me, message me there um, on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and then me and this moron do uh, silly TikTok videos, which are pretty funny. <laughs> uh, and YouTube, like I said, I appreciate you guys. I am at 808 subscribers. If you guys watch on any of those Facebook groups, go to YouTube. Please subscribe to Sports Strawberry Eyes. I am less than 200 away from 1,000 subscribers. I've been working my butt off. This is not easy to do uh, an hour to an hour and a half show. And I appreciate Jeremy and Mike when these guys come on and give me something to talk to. Somebody to talk to. And when you guys get on the show and comment, it gives me things to talk about and people to talk to. So I appreciate all of you guys for helping me out. And other than that, Jeremy D, would you do the honor so we can roll on out of here? Uh, sure will, buddy. I want to let everybody know that the chat's still rolling. You guys keep on doing your thing. Gives you more to look forward to on Monday. So, as always, we will be here. We're not going anywhere. Back Man. pain and all. Back pain and all. Jer I, I gotta give it up to Jeremy. He, Jeremy has been deal deal. He's been almost on the DL the last two days. He's he's got a bad back, so he's been Doesn't sitting matter. there cringing and, and and in pain. So I got I gotta. I gotta give it up to my boy. He's been sitting there and pulling through it. So that's that's how you fight through it, Jeremy. That's how you do it, baby. Just like when you're that. The, when you're the this guy here, okay, the, <laughs> this guy. All right. You, sometimes you just gotta you gotta suck it up. Be a man. <laughs> but anyway, guys, we'll get you out of here. Y'all have fun. Go to the ice bar. Check it out. Like Jeff said, tell your friends, family, come join us. Come join the show. Sports Strawberry Eyes YouTube. And as always, remember, you don't live in Cleveland. You live in Cincinnati. So act like it. Who day? And let's go Buckeyes. Basketball now. <laughs> Who day? And just remember, Jeremy, there's no, there's no crying. There's no crying. There's no crying on, on Sports Strawberry Ice. You play through the pain, baby. You play through the pain. Always. <laughs> you guys have a great weekend. Who day? Let's go Bearcats. Let's go Reds. And other than that, that's just sports, baby. See ya!